This episode is brought to you by Novilla Mattresses. I consider Grandpa Joe from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory to be my arch nemesis. Even though I say this, I know we have one thing in common. That is, we both have a hard time getting out of bed in the morning. For Grandpa Joe, that's because he is a bad person. For me, it's because I sleep on a mattress made by Novilla, today's sponsor. Meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress. Perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel-infused memory foam that fits all bed frames and is reasonably priced between $179 and $369. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room. Like I said, I personally sleep on a Novilla mattress, and it has done wonders for me. Throw out that cheap Walmart mattress you got in college and get yourself a mattress made by Novilla. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% on any purchase through Novilla directly. Become just like Grandpa Joe on a Novilla mattress today. Again, that's 10% off using promo code SHWEEZY. A reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Hello, and what is going on, my fellow Schwoke Lords? What is up? Welcome to yet another best episode ever of Cancel Sweezy. Welcome to the show today, folks. Like I'm telling you, uh, this literally is our best episode uh, that I've literally ever made of Cancel Sweezy. Uh, I, I hope my dinosaur shirt, which I wanted to use for promo for an album forever ago, uh, that a pandemic took away from me, uh, wanted to wear, wanted to get like, this is like the show outfit. Uh, but now it's not, that phase is over and I hope it the shirt works well on this green screen. Nothing's really green except for like the dinosaur. I guess that's, I'm going to like look up here for those of you watching is a green dinosaur, which probably will, uh, interfere with the green screen. Sorry, the, the beautiful brick wall behind me. Um, and so that could pop, but it looks like it's being hidden by the microphone, so it's not necessarily a big deal. So uh, I guess we solved a murder on that one, so yeah, I guess. So I guess, thank you, thank you for clicking on my dumb fucking face. I have to listen to a podcast today. Clicking on my dumb fucking face, that works for either audio and uh, the video only people. So welcome, welcome friends, family around the world in this country. Uh, to the show today, uh, Cancel Sweezy, uh, better known as the Lord's Favorite Podcast, sorry, the Lord Trademark's Favorite Podcast, it's also um, the only podcast that cranks that soldier Boy before it cranks you, so we're here, we're doing that for you, um, so yeah, thanks so much for uh, checking out the uh, episode of Cancel Sweezy today, uh, like I said, we got a lot of, a lot of cool shit we're gonna talk about, so uh, don't be stingy, uh, with all, with all that stuff, um, so, uh, so yeah, no, welcome to the show, go check out my music all over Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Deezer, uh, YouTube, Amazon, uh, wherever you are streaming music, that's, uh, uh, should be under Shweezy, it's like this podcast, Cancel Shweezy, but you just eliminate the cancel in front of you, you just put Shweezy, then you just find me on, uh, your music apps, so, uh, yeah, that's cool. It's awesome. Uh, and yeah, you can go follow me on social media as well. Uh, 
That's under at the Shweezy. That's on every platform. Uh, the ones I really do use. Uh, we got the Instagram, which I post mostly to. I mostly post Instagram. I got TikTok. I do try to post daily on TikTok. Uh, we also have uh, Twitter, which I do post occasionally, and Facebook, which I do post on. Uh, so you gotta go check me out there. Another place you can check me out, and not only check me out, check me out live. Uh, we have Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash theshweezy, a great uh, way uh, to go check out. So it's like the Ask Shweezy portion of the show, but it's live. And so I answer your questions live. Um, and so that's that's a really cool thing, and uh, you're definitely not going to want to miss that and stuff like that. I stream every Thursdays. Last week I did Mario Maker. I may do some more Mario Maker, may do some Fortnite. I, I need to figure out a Pokemon game I want to play. Uh, but that seems to be the struggle right now, folks. Uh, the struggle, if you want to know what the struggle is, the struggle is playing, uh, what game to play. Uh, I think I want to play Fall Guys eventually when it becomes free on my Switch or my Xbox. Um, uh, I do, I still in the back of my mind, I'm like, I want to play Raid Shadow Legends for the memes. To, like, see how the memes work, uh. And stuff like that. One thing nice about Twitch, though, is uh, you, if you have an Amazon Prime account, which I know probably everyone listening does have, uh, what you can do is connect that to your Twitch account that gives you Twitch Prime, which allows you to subscribe to one creator. Now, following anyone on Twitch, which you already have to do, uh, you better already be following me, is free. So make sure you don't skip out on that. But what a subscribe is, is a financial way to help support someone. It's typically like one subscribe is five dollars and so i know all the twitch streams are like uh thanks for the sub thanks for the sub it's typically around five dollars uh but with amazon with but it, with, since you already have an amazon prime account you connect that to your twitch uh what you're able to do uh you do have a uh with twitch prime you basically get one free subscribe a month uh and uh with that why not help me out free uh, it doesn't cost you anything and uh you basically get to support me uh without even giving me money. You should still give Jeff Bezos money. Then Jeff Bezos gives me money. That's how it works. Um, we also have our Patreon page, uh, which is our financial way of getting supported. So thank you uh, for all those who helped there. And uh, Patreon is a great way to say thank you for being a friend. Really help out. Uh, that's It's not like just like making this show happen. It's like supporting, because this is a one-man operation here. Uh, it's It's just basically a way to help support me and, and what I'm doing in life helps me, helps me not only with the show, helps me with music, helps me with uh, streaming, it helps me, uh, you know, just uh, exist. So those are always thank yous. But there's always all this free shit you can do uh, for anyone on YouTube right now, which usually this is like, the majority of this part is for the listener-only audience. What you can go ahead and do is, uh, if, you're, if you're listening, uh, obviously I'm telling you if you're listening, uh, go check out our YouTube page because it's not just... Uh, the podcast on there. What we also have on our YouTube page is uh, what we basically what we have is uh, we we pull highlights and clips from the show uh, of me talking. And so, say you have a friend that uh, you want to get, you think they'll like this show. Uh, what you can go ahead and do is just send a highlight from it. Uh, it's way more interactive. And I know there's some things we do on the show that are more that are better off as like a visual a visual part of the show. And so, like, you can kind of go back to it later and go see, you know, I'm doing if I go over something from BuzzFeed or whatever. 
uh, it was, it's really cool like that. So share that and you can share it with your friends and uh, make sure you're subscribed on YouTube. Uh, like and give us a comment. I always like hearing what people have to say, especially when I go over very specific topics and uh, seeing uh, what the hell everyone's up to. So that's always cool. Uh, for the you audio only listeners, which is the majority of people who listen to this segment of the show, uh, what you can go ahead and do is leave a review and uh, give us a five, four, three, two, or one star rating. Uh, I know it sounds like I'm asking you. It's a weird ask of people, but uh, it really does help the show. So don't be stingy. Help, help, help us out. Do, do the free shit. Uh, you should be doing the free shit. If you like someone, make sure you're doing that free shit. Don't, don't be that guy or girl or that they them, or that they them. do not be that they them. I was just reading some. I, I, why do I read BuzzFeed articles? I don't know. Don't judge me for what I'm doing. Um, anyways, I was like reading some article about the unrealistic things in uh, the Hunger Games. And one of them is like, uh, they pick one boy and one girl from each, dist- each district. What if there's a non-binary person? Where do they put in there? And I'm like, okay, look, BuzzFeed, this is a dystopian future. They're going to they're gonna go by two genders. I'm just saying, like, it's not, I mean, we're getting close to dystopian future, but... I don't think the dystopian future is going to care about your fucking pronouns. I think they're going to be like, ah, you're, you have a vagina, you have a penis. Uh, we're going with that. Or at least if someone like transition, I don't even know. I don't know. I mean, it's kids though. And I don't know. Most people, they transition like, I mean, like they do most things when they're an adult, right? I don't know. The, the trans people I know transitioned as adults. So because that's like a weird topic to talk about it's like uh would you let uh kids take like puberty blockers or something like that i'm like i don't i'm not a scientist don't ask me and, and it's also the same with like trans athletes it's like can we ask like doctors and athletes this not just random people their opinions on this can we ask actual professionals their opinions on this i don't know that's a whole can of worms but anyways i'm just saying uh if non-binary people exist in the hunger games world they would not be referred to by their pronouns. I'm just saying, stop trying to look for wokeness and dystop and like dystopian fiction teen novels. That's just all I have to say. Um, anyways, though, that's a that's a that's a ramble for another episode. You know, like I'm like people really. That's a that's a that's a video. That's a lesson for another day. I'm like that's a podcast for another day. That's what my dumbass says. Anyways, let's get into previous week right now. What is previous week right now? Most of you are asking who have never listened to this podcast, a.k.a. Just Found Culture. Uh, Previous week right now is the news that I have seen throughout the week that I believe is the most important news going out in the world right now. And you're probably also wondering, why is it called previous week right now? Well, it's because we're going over the previous week and we will be going over it right now. So... Let's just jump right into it, as our buddy Phil DeFranco would say. And when I say buddy, I mean we've never met at all. So this is from Entertainment Weekly, another weekly entertainment show. Uh, not like this one. Uh, this We're better than Entertainment Weekly. I'll say it. Uh, Tiger King star Doc Antle arrested by FBI in South Carolina. Bhagavan Doc Antle, one of the colorful personalities included in Netflix's 2020 hit docuseries Tiger King, has been arrested in South Carolina. 
Antle 62 is being held in the J. Reuben Long Detention Center in Horry County, South Carolina. And after the FBI arrested him Friday afternoon, no charges have been disclosed. In October 2020, Antle was indicted in Virginia on charges of wildlife trafficking and animal cruelty following a months-long attorney general investigation into the movement of lion cubs between Virginia and South Carolina. After his memorable appearance in the first season of Tiger King, Antle was the focus of Tiger King, the Doc Antle story, which debuted on Netflix in December. It offered an inside look at Myrtle Beach Safari, Antle's private facility for big cats and endangered animals. In a summary of the series, Netflix describes Antle as a predator far more dangerous than his beloved big cats and a man shadier than any of his Tiger King counterparts. The docuseries delves into accusations that surfaced during the filming of Tiger King involving Antle's cult-like operation and his influence over the bevy of women who surround him at Myrtle Beach Safari. Whenever we went anywhere, he was on the prowl, a source says in the Tiger King The Doc Antle Story trailer. There's no greater pickup line than, do you want to pet a tiger? Antle is listed in the Horry County website as having been booked into the detention center at 4.38 p.m. Eastern Time. On Friday, he remains incarcerated there. Representatives for Myrtle Beach Safari in the J. Rubin Long Detention Center did not immediately respond to EW's request for comments. Of course not. Um, so, yeah, no, this is this is very weird. So, uh, Doc Anal, like, uh, I've been covering Tiger King too much in in podcast. Um, at a point where I don't even think it's... I, I keep talking about this shit, and I don't even think it's actually, like, helping the podcast in any way. Like, I don't think talking about this, anyone gives a shit about Tiger, any, any of these people anymore. Uh, so much where like, I talked about that Peacock series a couple of weeks ago, uh, oh, a lot of weeks ago, I would say. And it's, I don't think people really give a shit about these characters anymore. And we're like, they're all terrible people. The second season of Tiger King, which they had to make for some fucking reason, uh, was awful. Um, but I watched it because that's how I spend, that's because advertisers Pay me money to talk about this shit. Um, so it's animal trafficking, which, you know, it's always weird. Like, animal laws are just weird in general, I would say. You're like, you know, we just have laws about, like, how we treat animals in this country. It's just, in America, America! Uh, it's weird. And, uh, you know, if you, if you checked out the Tiger King, uh, the Doc Antle story, what I will tell you is... This dude really likes women when they look, like, 12, 13 years old. Which is not, like, a hot age for women to be looking. It, you know, I, I feel... See, my, my theory is, with, with this stuff, you know... Um, obviously, like, if you want to... Like, a, an adult wants to date a 16-year-old, uh, that's wrong. There's, obviously, they're just too young. Like, they're just... They just don't know any better. But, like, the idea is that... Uh, what you're attracted to, like, and stuff like that, like, 16-year-old, but, like, sometimes a 16-year-old and a 20-year-old look similar, like, at 16, you're, you could be done growing, so, like, in your mind, though, if someone looked like that, but you found out they were, like, 37, and they looked 16, uh, like, you know, what's the odd in that? Well, it's, like, you know, like, these weird anime, like, anime shows, you know, they're, like, that, that, that girl is three years old, and, like, it's just, like, some hot, anime girl or whatever, uh, and you're like, what's the, the strong situation? The fact that she's three years old or the fact, you know, and it's like, if you're, if you're attracted to someone who looks 13, there's, there's a weird sign, uh, except Shauna Ray from I Am Shauna Ray on TLC. 
Uh, she can fuck whoever she wants to. That's that's everyone else. Uh, anyways, though, it's weird that he's attracted to girls who look 13. Okay? Straight up. Straight up. This guy, this guy is weird. And he's. I really hope he's fatter than me. That's, that's also hope. I hope... I hope if we ever meet in public, I hope we don't meet in public, but if we were stood side by side, he'd be fatter than me. That's also, um, it's weird how he got caught for, like I said, I think that whole long fucking rant, uh, the reason I'm saying this is that it's weird how he got in trouble for, like, animal, you know, like, what's, what's the fucking specific term, uh, um, what's the, what's the, what's the term, uh, Animal trade is like some animal trading, right? Uh, God damn it! Now I'm losing. Oh yeah, he is uh, basically like animal trading or some bullshit like that. Uh, when oh animal trafficking? That's how you fucking say it. God damn it! I'm an idiot. Um, but uh, it's funny he didn't get anything about dating underage women. Like maybe that's the. At South Carolina for you folks, maybe. And they're like, we don't care if you're with underage girls. But the moment the moment you start trafficking animals, we'll get you for that. Uh, so, yeah, it's very interesting they actually got them. So, uh, maybe the police, uh, may, I don't know. They still didn't do anything right because they should have got them on pedophilia or, like, being with underage women. Anyways, let's move on. Straight up from Forbes magazine. Um... Jared Leto contributes to Morbius meme, effectively ending the Morbius meme. <laughs> That's rough, buddy. Uh, if you were wondering when the Morbius meme cycle would run its course, that time may be at hand. Jared Leto has now posted a short video of himself pretending to read a script for Morbius 2, It's a Morbin Time, uh, which has racked up millions of views since it went up. Here we learn that Morbius meme is really just centered on Dr. Michael Morbius and the ridiculousness of the character and movie. And now Jared Leto getting in on the joke just feels weird to many. And it's brought up a fresh course of Morbius memers making it clear they do not actually like Jared Leto, the person. Frequently brought up as the video has been shared around social media are the allegations that Jared Leto has sexually harassed a number of young women over the years, including allegations that some of the women he is accused of being inappropriate towards were underage. Uh, some of this is even from his fellow actors. What that caused suicide, the second one, director James Gunn to reply at the time he started at 18? Start at 18. Leto has denied many of these allegations along with stranger ones like when he was accused of sending used condoms to Suicide Squad co-stars. 99.9% of what people read is bullshit, Leto said at the time to EW. The other meme is the case regarding Leto himself is that the actor stained all the superhero projects he touches, whether it's his most mostly disliked portrayal of the Joker in the Suicide Squad movie or Morbius, which despite the memes, is one of the worst-reviewed superhero movies of this entire generation. As for the future of Morbius, that's unclear. The meme has caused the movie to return to a thousand screens, but the film was not a box office hit in its original run, and it seems like Sony is testing whether the jokes will actually lead to people going back to theaters to see the movie. Now that it's a running gag, that remains to be seen as the potential plans for a real Morbius 2, as Sony continues to work on its Spider-Man adjacent series of films that probably would indeed necessitate the return of Morbius and some sort of Sinister Six crossover later. I bet that was in Leto's contract, given that it's Clearly, Sony's long-term plan, but if all these movies fail and none of them perform like Venom, that's just not going to happen. We'll see if the meme can survive Leto's own joke and whether it will, in fact, continue to be 
Morbin time going forwards. Don't watch Morbius, people. I, I, I just think it's funny. Like, the, the reason for the Morbius memes is the fact that it's a bad movie. And the fact that I could just say, yeah, in the movie he says, it's Morbin time. And people would actually, actually believe it. Um, to be honest with you, I think they, Sony, should have just, uh, I, I don't know if they can sell. I think technically could. They could sell the rights to Morbius back. Because I think the, uh, the good Marvel, not Sony, the good Marvel, uh, is wanting to make like a Midnight Suns type of project. Or it's like these darker heroes like Moon Knight, maybe Doctor Strange, Daredevil, Ghost Rider, and Morbius would have been a good sort. But Morbius was originally in a Spider-Man comic, Therefore, Sony gets it, which is, you know... Sony, just sell Spider-Man back to Marvel. Like, I know, like, I guess... Some, was it was it Matt Pat had a video. Like, the original plan. Uh, like, Marvel's... The reason why Marvel's not really making offers to buy back Spider-Man is because I think the legality of everything is, like, if Sony Studios or, like, movie properties get sold, like, they sell it to, like, another... Like, let's, let's make a... Let's make a thing like, um, this, this will not, this is not a real thing, but let's say Warner Brothers, who's probably going to get bought out by Discovery, probably, uh, say Warner Brothers decides, hey, we want to buy Sony's, like, you know, movie catalog or whatever to, you know, own or whatever. Um, the Spider-Man rights, they can't buy the Spider-Man rights, apparently, or any of those characters, I think those immediately would go back to Marvel, and the Marvel would get it for free. I think that's the the general rule behind it. It's a, it's a weird it's a weird weird rule. So I, I understand uh, people people have people have feelings certain that way. So I think I think for a while, at least Disney was trying to like wait it or trying to wait out uh, Sony to see if they sell. But honestly, I think let's make an agreement. I think Kathleen Kennedy should stay on like with Spider Man though. I think I think. I think she does one of what's best, and she likes Kevin Feige, so, I mean, but, you know, like, it's like, it was bold when Morbius came out, it's like, from the studio that brought you Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay, I mean, like, technically, that's true, but you're wrong. But anyways, though, no one watched Morbius for free, I would say, if you're gonna watch it. I mean, you know, I know I, this is a weird thing to say, but it's probably worth watching from someone's iPhone, like filming it in a theater, uh, just, just an FYI, um, I watch, watch, and Venom's, like, okay, it's just short of not being a complete garbage movie, um, but, I don't know, Sony, just, just let Marvel, just, I don't know, figure out a way that you just get money and let Marvel make those movies, I don't know, figure out, figure out a solution that works for both parties, because, and, I, and Jared Leto wasn't bad as Morbius, that's the thing, that's the weird thing, though, and I don't, you know, I'm, this is this is gonna ruffle some feathers. I don't think he was that bad as the Joker either. It was a it was a turn take. It was just he was the Joker after uh, Heath Ledger, and uh, and that's what and Ben Affleck. I think Ben Affleck was a great Batman. I I don't care what you think. You can go shove it up your ass. Uh, and he was a fan. And that's why the difference between the Robert Pattinson Batman. I thought Robert Pattinson was a horrible Bruce Wayne. But I thought Ben Affleck was probably the best Bruce Wayne and stuff like that. I especially loved in uh, the Mark Snyder uh, uh, Justice League. Uh, he's like, that's Alfred. I work for him. Like, that's, I like, that's the Batman I like, you know. 
Um, anyways, though, uh, is the Morbius meme dead? I mean, I don't think it had much of a life to begin with. It's Morbin time. Uh, I don't think it had much of a life to begin with. It's from BET, which stands for Black Entertainment Television, so... Uh, this is, I bet you're assuming this is going to be about a black musical artist. Nope. Mariah Carey sued over a hit holiday song, All I Want for Christmas is You. A lawsuit filed Friday, June 3rd, accuses Mariah Carey of copyright infringement over her hit holiday song, All I Want for Christmas is You, which she released in 1994 as part of her Merry Christmas album. NBC News reports that songwriter Andy Stone, who filed the lawsuit, claims that he co-wrote a song with the same title five years before Carey's version hit record source. Both songs have the same title, but different lyrics and melodies. But Stone, who performs as Vince Vance with the country pop band Vince Vance and the Valiants, says Carrie and her co-defendant failed to seek or obtain permission to use, reproduce, or distribute the song. In addition to copyright infringement, the suit alleges mis misappropriation and other claims against Carrie. Who, her co-writer, Walter Afanasyev, and Sony Corporations of America, the compliant filed in New Orleans federal court uh, seeking at least $2 million in damages. According to the compliant, Stone co-wrote this version in 1989 and appeared on the Billboard Music Charts after getting a lot of airplay in 1993. Uh, Carrie's version has become a Christmas classic, topping the Billboard Hot 100 chart every year since 2019. It was her 19th number one song. Okay, so how... I'm just really confused with this. Um, because in my mind, I see that if a, they say, okay, so in, in this article, it says, uh, she said, was it Newport File of Lawsuit, Crow wrote, the song, Crow wrote a song with the same title five years ago. Uh, both songs had the same title, but different lyrics and melodies. Uh, if you know anything about copyright law, especially in regards to music, what you would know is that you can have the same title song as uh, another song. Um, the only thing that's really copyright is like, melody and you know music anything that could be kind of considered some form of a melody into a song so like uh you know the guitar riff in uh carry on my word son that was the first one that came to mind uh if someone just kind of ripped that off that's copyright infringement but uh but if they use the chord changes to that song it's not necessarily copyright infringement and so i write a song called carry on my word son and like it goes I'm just a carried on my wayward son. It has different lyrics and melodies. Like, that's not a suit. And so, and so basically how I know anything about how, basically what I know about how this shit works is that you have to have, a, a lawyer's not going to create, you know, the, the lawsuit. The lawsuit's not going to exist unless you really have proof, unless there's a claim so figured out that he has a song all over Christmas, uh, and then Mariah Carey stole it, and he had proof that, yeah, I wrote the song in, in like, 1989, and it sounds just like my song, and I'm like, yeah, here's all the proof, and the lawyer would be like, yep, that's a case. Uh, I don't see why a lawyer's like, we have a case here, and, like, it's just, like, the number one most knowledgeable thing about copyright laws is that uh, copyright doesn't, like, refer to titles of songs. That's why there's a million songs called Hold On. Like, just, just look at it. There's a million songs just called Hold On. And, uh, it's weird. And I don't get, I don't get, I don't get this lawsuit. I don't get why someone would wait. It, it's been, 1994 was 28 years ago. Uh, and then 1989 was 33 years ago. 
uh, why someone would be waiting more than 28 years to be filing a lawsuit from a song like that old. It doesn't, I don't think this makes sense. I don't get how, how this is a lawsuit and this is going to be thrown out really fast. I'm telling you folks, if you, if you want to follow this, I'm telling you right now, it's going to be thrown out really fast because like they don't like no court's going to be like, okay, the songs are different. They just had the same title. And then you look at the law and it's like, it, it does not matter at all. And, uh, that's how this lawsuit's going to end. I, I promise you all that if that's how it's going to end. Our last article uh, for previous week right now, I always like to end these on positive notes, and this one is the same, uh, positive. Man who owed $4.80 for a book gets high school diploma six decades later. Uh, for six years, Ted Sams regretted missing his high school graduation. Now 78, Sam, Sams can finally call himself a graduate after donning a cap and gown and receiving his diploma Friday with the class of 2022 at Southern California San Gabriel High School. Back in 1962, when he was a high school senior, Sam's got in trouble and was suspended five days before the end of the school year. He said he missed a crucial final exam and had to make it up over the summer. When I went back with my grade, they wouldn't give me my diploma because I owed $4.80 for a book, Sam told KABC-TV, and so I just walked away and said, forget it. Uh, the school still had Sam's original diploma locked away in an old filing cabinet. He beamed as he walked across the graduation stage at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena and received his diploma. Over the years, I complained to my kids a number of times about how $4.80 kept me from having my diploma, he said. Sam said he plans on hanging the diploma on the wall at his home. So, here's one thing I want to know about this. So, if you, so I know, I think my school did this or something like that. They wouldn't give you a report card or whatever. Or so, there's something similar to this at uh, my old high school. The, the question I have, though, um, so, like, if you, if you graduate and you, uh, so say you graduate and then you, and then you have, like, this debt due to the school or whatever and they don't withhold your diploma, like, can you still go to college? Is that still a thing? Are you still allowed to do that? Like, are you are you technically a college a high school graduate at that point? Like, you're like, well, I would have graduated high school, but uh, I owe the school four dollars and eighty cents, and so I I haven't graduated high school at all. Um, and also, um, let's let's pull out the iPad here. How much was four dollars and uh, eighty cents in? 60 years ago, there's no calculator on this, I'm on a fucking iPad, um, what's T, 20, 22, minus 60, that is 1962, okay, $4.80 in 1962, um, oh, so that's like $45.95, so, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think about this. I think I had to pay more money than that for, like, shit for my college degree. Um, so, basically, this dude paid 40, it's basically rounded up, let's, let's round it up, $46. Um, so, $46 in, uh... So basically, this dude owed his school $46 for a book. How did you get... Well, maybe maybe books were... Maybe they haven't... I don't know what the inflation on that is. Uh, I, I'm like thinking, in 2022, if you owe the school $5, you're like, fuck it, I'm not going to graduate. Or some bullshit like that. You're like, what? <laughs> 
Uh, but uh, I guess $46 is a little bit different, but also, like, I don't know. Like, back in the 60s, though, you could, like, support yourself working at McDonald's and going to college at the same time. Like, pretty sure they could afford that. So, that's, that's also another problem. I think the dollar amount is too little to be like, fuck it, I guess I'm not a high school graduate. Um, these fucking boomers. I tell you what, these, these fucking boomers. You all know that I'm built different, but I bet you are coming to me to learn how to be built different as well. The only way to be built different is to get yourself some supplements from today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while working out as well. Another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder. By using the link in our description today, you can save 15% on your purchase. So go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. When an enemy shoots at you, you pull out your Captain America shield. When Doc Ock attacks you on a bridge, you control the nanobots from your iron spider suit to control his arms. So why are you allowing all these websites to store your credit card information? The solution to that is today's sponsor, Privacy. Privacy is the first payment product that keeps your personal information private while being even more convenient than using a physical payment card online. Privacy empowers you to protect your physical card information. Each merchant you share your card information with puts you more at risk to hackers or data breaches. Why not use a privacy card instead? By creating a virtual card with privacy for each merchant you shop with, your physical card is safe and secure. Privacy cards can be paused or closed at any time, preventing any future transactions from being authorized. Privacy cards can also be single-use, meaning they close after just one authorized transaction. One of my favorite ways to use privacy is for any service with a free trial that requires a credit card to sign up. But wait, there's more. By using our link in the description, you can get $5 to spend anywhere. That's money that you get to use. So start paying the smart way with privacy. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. They say that a hero can save us. I'm not going to stand here and wait. As the great band Nickelback once said. But uh, not only is Nickelback, you know, singing about Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, you know, he was also talking about me. Yes, folks. Uh, some of you may or are going to hear this for the first time, but I recently became a hero uh, to a bird. Now, I know a lot of you know that I, I've had a past with another bird in my life that died, and I wasn't going to let another bird die, at least I wasn't going to kill it. Uh, so, the story today is going to be about how I saved a bird that was trapped inside of a uh, basement well window uh, area. Those of you who don't know what a basement well window is, I finally learned what the term is, but it's that, like, area. So, if you're in, like, a basement, 
there's basically, and you see, there's a window in the basement. It's kind of like this well type area. It's like a little down underground thing that, like, I guess water gets uh, stuff gets into, you know, yada yada yada. And uh, see, so yeah, that's what that's called. I know a lot of you probably didn't know what that was called. Uh, but now you do. And who says you can't learn things on Cancel Shweezy? No one has ever said that, ever. So, so we, so the, here's the story. It was a Saturday morning uh, around that time. I hear uh, this bird chirping nonstop. I'm like, well, this is great. You know, I, I look in the window in my room because I'm staying, I'm helping my mom out. So in the room I'm staying in is in the basement. Which I like, though. It's a lot cooler in the basement, and uh, cooler than, like, me. I'm cool, but also I sweat like a fucking pig, and uh, right now I am, too. I don't know if the vents are blocked up. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, maybe the shirt is just not breathable. I don't know. Uh, anyways, though, so, yeah, I saw a bird, and it was just, like, chirping just nonstop. And I look at the window, and I see it there, and I'm like, oh, it's a bird. So, like, eventually it's going to fly away. So, you know, I, I go back to my work, and, you know, I just go back to working, uh, it's still there, still is there for the rest of the day, uh, and by the time kind of, like, night goes around, like, we're like, okay, we gotta get rid of this, uh, bird, cause it's gonna be, really become a problem soon. Uh, so it was, like, dark out, so, like, I take my flashlight, and, uh, basically, basically, also, too, this is a wild animal, and, uh, for those of you who didn't know, uh, my dad died, we need to make a drinking game for Kansas Shweezy, where if I bring up my dad dying, then you... Uh, have to take a drink. Uh, but he died prions, which I think one of the things you can get prions from is from just, like, wild animals who have the disease. You may have to Google prions. I'm, I'm not I'm not here to teach you about folded proteins in the brain. Uh, and so I'm always just, like, I'm hesitant to be touching and getting germs from wild animals now. And so I'm, like, trying to figure out how to get this thing out uh, without having to touch it at all because... Uh, Something's going on with this bird because I would like I took like a it was one of those it's like this pole that you use to change light bulbs that are really high up into like a ceiling where you can't just like reach without like a ladder, you know? That way you don't have to pull out a ladder to change a light bulb. One of those things. And so like what I would do is like I shine my flashlight at this well and then I like I gently like poke the bird and the bird would like run around down there. But it wasn't flying out. That's the weird thing. Like, usually these things would just like fly away and stuff like that. And so, like, you know, after, like, maybe, like, a half an hour trying, I'm, like, uh, it actually stopped chirping, so I was assuming it was, like, maybe it was sleeping. I don't I, I have no clue. I, and I couldn't see it anymore. It's pretty brown. Uh, uh, I guess I'll show a picture of it right here. This is the bird uh, that uh, that was in the window. I took a picture of it because I thought it would be fun to document the, the, uh, the adventure. Uh, this was before it started to annoy the shit out of me. Uh... And so, yeah, it's a, that's that's the bird. And we, so after, you know, I was, like, poking it, and it just wasn't flying. And so eventually I just gave up for the night. And it wasn't making noise, so I was like, well, at least I'll be able to sleep. You know, and I'm a pretty heavy sleeper already, so it's not that big of a deal. Um, and so then we get to, um, to the next day, and it's like it's still there. And I'm like, I have to get this bird out. So I came up with the coolest plan. Uh, I took a milk crate and a couple bungee cords. What I did was I created, like, basically I created it so, like, basically the milk crate was on, like, a rope. Think of the bungee cords as a rope. Uh, and I kind of, like, tilted it down so, like, the opening was on uh, the side, like, on the side so the bird could, like, easily just walk in because apparently he's having trouble flying. 
So basically, I got that down, and I eventually tricked it with the the big pole I had to get in there, and eventually I got it, and I lifted it up and let it out, and the bird uh, went away. It wasn't moving very much, though. Like, it moved, like, it made it to our neighbor's yard. So my parents have a pretty long yard, so uh, I was able to, you know, I was able to get it to there. Uh, and so I, I saved a bird. I didn't kill the bird, so I just wanted to clarify I didn't kill the bird. Uh, got into the milk crate, and then it was set free, and it, it was out alive, and it was alive, Walking around, I saw it hanging out under a tree. Uh, it doesn't look like it moving to it. So we think the bird like was injured or sick or something like that. Um, and then a couple hours passed, and we saw the bird dead under the tree of our neighbor's tree. So we don't have to clean. We don't have to get rid of it. I mean, some animal is probably going to pick it up. Um, anyways, that bird is dead. So uh, f in the chat for that bird. Uh, I've been saying f in the chat for a lot of minor inconveniences, but um, yeah, I think. Trust me, it's that bird. I, I had a goal in mind. I was like, I'm not going to kill this bird. And I didn't kill the bird. It killed itself. Let's, let's keep that in mind. This bird killed itself. And we're going to live with that fact that this bird killed itself. So don't, don't at me on at the Shweezy anywhere. Okay? Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. That's bad. Okay? So the next thing I want to talk about, uh, I'm going to move into our, our segment, which is kind of new, but we've kind of like done this on the show before. Uh, a segment I like to call Christian Cringe, where uh, I see what the Christians are up to as a former Christian myself, and I see uh, what's going on in that world and how much it's making me cringe, realizing uh, not only that people are doing this, it's the fact that i Probably would have done this too if I was still there. Uh, more or less, I am uh, cringing at myself. And uh, anyways, I found an article on Relevant Magazine. Relevant Magazine is the hip Christian magazine and website with blogs. Uh, last time, I think I went over them, they were they talked about like four things the church gets wrong about sex. I'm like, Christians getting a lot more than four fucking things wrong about sex. And talk about gold star Christians who don't have sex till marriage. Uh, you know the drill. Anyways, though, I thought it was funny. Uh, I found this article uh, for today's uh, segment of Christian Cringe. And I want to go on. It's weird reading articles in, like, the second portion of this show. But uh, I think this is, this is one we, get, we should read, gang. Uh, let's, let's read this one for our Christian Cringe. Uh... Francis Chan on the problem with my body, my choice. So I obviously know. Um, no, first of all, Francis Chan, uh, a couple years back, signed a thing called the Nashville Statement, which was super against gay people. I'm like, it's just super homophobic. I'm like, okay. No no respect for this guy at all. Um, I had some friends who kind of liked him, and he he's just, I don't know. I just, I get, I get annoyed. I'm really, I'm really at a point here where I, I really, truly believe that one thing I have to say, though, is if Christians are talking politics or, like, pastors are talking politics at their church, uh, that church has to, should start paying taxes. I just, I'm, that's 100% a belief system of mine. That churches should start paying taxes uh, if they decide they want to talk about politics. Then, I think if they want to talk about, they pay taxes, and they should be, they can talk about politics all they want. So I do think that's fair. 
at that point. But I don't think I don't think they should be tax exempt uh, when they're trying to persuade people to you know get into politics and stuff like that. Uh, you know, I, I think you know I think it's okay for politicians to have religion and stuff like that. But I don't think churches themselves need to be endorsing. Uh, that I think maybe members of churches can endorse it, not in like church services, but in their, like their private life. I think it's okay. Um, you know, obviously there's, um, you got to walk on eggshells, unlike my song on Spotify, Apple Music, Title Deezer. Uh, but anyways, though, uh, Francis Chan, uh, extremely homophobic person. Uh, good chance he's probably bisexual. At minimum, he's bisexual. Could be a little pansexual too, folks. We don't know this. So Francis channeled the problem with my body, my choice. My body, my choice gets thrown around a lot in contemporary politics. The pro-choice movement coined the phrase as a rallying cry for abortion rights, but over the last few years, it's been appropriated by vaccine skeptics disinterested in CDC-approved vaccines. Now, according to Christian Post, Francis Chan is saying the phrase needs to go. For any of us who thinks that we can come into the presence of God and say, God, why did you make me this way? Why did I go through this? This is my body, my choice. God says, no, wait a second. No, nothing is yours. I spoke this world into existence, Chan said while preaching at The Send in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, the world is the Lord's and everything in it. It's all made by him. He doesn't owe me an explanation. Do you tremble? At the word of God, do you tremble? Chan asked, citing Isaiah 66 too. Because if you want God to choose you and see you, you need to tremble at his word. Do you tremble at James 4, 6, where it says God opposes the proud? If there's ever a verse to tremble at, that might be it. Politics will continue to be contentious and polarizing, and many of the debates are worth having. But how we argue is important, and when it comes to my body, my choice, Chan's advice, Chan's Chan's advice is sound, um, and so uh, as as we as we end as we go through that, that's the end of the article. <laughs> barely, they barely were anything. Um, let, let, I'm, I want to. I want I really want to. Like, let's let's just get into this. Uh, first, they're like the CDC approved approved vaccines. My body, my choice. Now, now that is coming to abortion. But apparently, this doesn't get so. So it's it's this idea. So he's he's basically giving a very pro life, which I'm not saying is like political at all. Uh, he's saying that that choice needs to go. My body, my choice, because it's God's body, God's choice. And uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think God made me eat an entire pizza the other day. I don't think that was God. God's God's body, God's choice. Um, Stuff like that, and you know, it's it's one thing to have your beliefs, but like if, he's preaching as if this is what everyone has to deal with. Like this is everyone's problem. Like yeah, you're this is God's body. I'm like I don't believe in God. I'm like well, he exists, and then you're like, can you prove him? No, and and yeah, we go back and forth there. And he's in Kansas City, Missouri. Is he? He's not based there now, is he? Uh, let's let's the uh, Francis Chan. Uh, we're looking at him. Francis Chan, American Pro Protestant author, cool teacher and preacher. Uh, oh, cool, he has a Chinese symbol too. Do you think the Chinese think he's like the worst of all of them? Uh, even go at Simi Valley. Oh, he's in California. Cool. Uh, he also founded he founded a college. Two seventeen. Uh, Lisa Chan's his wife. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Um, 
I just, I just like this. Do you tremble at the word of God? No. I'm, t- I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Francis Chan. I do not tremble at the word of God. I, I tremble at the word of the CDC who tells me to get their vaccines. That's who I tremble. That's who, that's who, that's who makes me tremble. Uh, you're making like God out to be like this scary figure. And it, you know, uh, depends on how you view the Bible. I'm like, yeah, he's like, I'm going to kill millions of people with a flood. Um, but also I love you. Okay. You need to fix your theology, Francis Chan. I think you're out of your goddamn mind. Um, why why were you in Kansas city? Why were you, why did you go to Missouri? No one wants to be in Missouri. Uh, why'd you go, this is my body much, why did I go through this, God? Um, that's a good question to ask God. Like, hey God, why is my life shit? Is it my own actions, or is it you? Um, it probably makes it both, let's be honest. Uh, this is my body, my choice, not, no, wait a second, nothing is yours. God, I spoke this world into existence, so your body is mine. Like, I didn't realize God... God had fucking property of God on your fucking foot. Did he write God like Andy wrote on Woody's foot? I don't think so. I don't think that's how this shit works. Uh, Francis Chan, if uh, if that was the case, God would not have given us free will. Let's let's be honest there. Let's be on Chaney, Chaney boy. Uh, do you tremble at the word of God? Nope, not at all. Uh, God, God loves us so much he sent his son to die for us. Uh, but he wants us to be scared of him. He, he's like my, he, he, Michael Scott is the best, best example. I want them to be scared of how much they love me. <laughs> like, cool God. Um, anyways, though, I think me and Francis Chan believe in different gods. Um, cause if you want to choose you and see you, you need to tremble at his word. Tremble at James. Do you tremble at James 4, 6? Uh, no. God opposes the proud. Uh, if there ever was a verse to tremble at, it might be it. I'm like, First of all, the proudest fucking smug face I'm looking at right now in this relevant magazine article of uh, Francis Chan uh, looks looks he looks pretty fucking proud of his little empire he's built, uh, taking money from innocent people just to live a pretty fancy life, being a celebrity pastor. That's this this guy is. Overall, what 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 are what are what are my thoughts on my body, my choice? Um, it's your body, your choice. Um. Unless, I'll say this, unless on your foot you have God written on it, like Andy wrote Andy on Woody from Toy Story's foot, uh, then it's your body, your choice. If, if God, unless God's name is written on your foot, like in Toy Story, then, um, then I think it's your body and your choice. And ladies, do whatever the fuck you want with your bodies. Uh, I, I will try to respect that, and I, and I will respect that. That's also that's also the case as well. I will respect your bodies um, uh, because I'm trying not to be a dick. Uh, I'm only a dick to Christians in, in Francis Chan. I'll be a dick to Francis Chan. I don't give a fuck. Um, but also, I wanted to end it uh, with what I'm reading here. Uh, I will send. I uh, will pull up the screenshot. I'll try to like make sure it fits on the screen well. Uh, there's a comment section in relevant magazine articles and. Uh, here, here's the one comment. I'm, there's only one comment on this article. Let me read it for everyone. From Lisa Sandra. Sandra is a weird last name. Let's just be honest. 
I get paid over $190 per hour working from home with two kids at home. I never thought I'd be able to do it, but my best friend earns $10K a month doing this, and she convinced me to try. Uh, the potential with this is endless. Here's what I've been doing. Uh, smiley face emoji, and good luck. Another smiley face. Those, that's all in capital. Here, and it's kind of like a equal sign and an arrow www.salarybear.com and then like a little raindrop at the end of it and then that it says please remove the little raindrop when copy url so the real audience of relevant magazine and these christians are scammers and so the scammers the scammers scammers have no bounds uh, they'll be on relevant magazine articles, and somehow I'm, somehow these are Facebook comments, because I see my profile picture here. Anyways, though, that's, that's it for our segment on, uh, Christian Cringe. Okay, so, uh, I liked doing it last week, and I think I'm returning this week to do it as well. Uh, we are doing another segment of Smasher Pass. Now, Last week we did uh, Disney Men, or Disney Princes as some people will call it. This week, um, we're going to switch it up a little. Uh, let's play a questionable game of Smash or Pass with Nickelodeon characters. So last week we did Disney, now we're doing their big competitor, at least on the TV space. Nickelodeon. Uh, Nickelodeon. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's play Smasher Pass, another another wonderful game of Smasher Pass. I know you, uh, for those of you on audio only, I'm going to try to describe everything, but if you want to see what I'm looking at on this BuzzFeed article, uh, highlight is up now where you can watch the full episode. That's up to you. All right, first up we have Patchy the Pirate from SpongeBob. Jesus, okay. Um, see, here's the thing with Patchy. It, it, he he's clearly it's clearly like a guy okay there's a hole in the mouth of a, like a painting and you're just seeing the mouth so this is some glory hole shenanigans if i've ever seen one in my entire life um so the thing with patchy is there's a guy on the other side that we don't know and don't you kind of wish like have you ever stumbled across like a porn video of like glory holes and stuff like that. And you think it's like a hot girl on the other side. You think it's a good idea in real life. It's never a hot girl on the other side. It's always a guy. And, uh, if, if you stuck your dick inside a glory hole where a woman was actually on the other side, she's not going to put her mouth on it. Let's just be real fellas. And patchy the pirate just seems like I'm dating a glory hole. And, like, you also don't get, don't get to enjoy being with a hot chick. It's, like, if, if that's the case, like, uh, I don't know. A lot of problems here. We're going with Pass on Patchy the Pirate. I'm sorry, folks, who are thoughts for Patchy or simping for Patchy uh, or passing here. Uh, yeah, like, 78% of people uh, are passing there. All right, next up, we got Lulu Pickles from Rugrats, Smasher Pass. Hmm. It's like that granny thing. So here's the thing, though. You know, you're like, with like, no, I, I talk about the love of MILFs, why MILFs are great, but we're talking about GILFs, grandmas I'd like to fuck. Um, it's, that's a complicated situation. Uh, I think we're not talking about it. Let's just be honest here. When we play Smasher Pass, 
Uh, we're not talking about love. I'm not talking about, you know, the the three feelings of Ariana Grande. One taught me love, one taught me patience, one taught me pain. And that's so amazing. Uh, we're just talking about sex here, folks. We're talking about would you bang them? You know, last one was Patchy the Pirate. And, you know, Patchy, it's it's just a glory hole with extra steps. It, it Let's be, yeah, it, that's, that's right. I'm, I'm not wrong there, right? It's glory holes with, why am I looking at it as if someone else is in the room with me? It's a glory hole with extra steps. I, so I'm out with Patchy. Lulu Pickles, though? You know what? Smash. All right. What, 86% of people pass? Lulu Pickles has got to be freaky in bed. Let's be honest. Lulu Pickles, absolute animal in the bedroom. Mick Swagger from Loud House. Okay, I have not watched Loud House. Uh, that's what the kids are watching these days. Smash your bass, Mick Swagger. So, uh, clearly a Mick Jagger. Uh, it's a Mick Jagger, like, uh, parody kind of thing here. Um, it's unfortunate. I don't know who Mick Swagger is, uh, so I have to go off looks. And it looks like Mick Jagger. And uh, for those of you who never listened to the show... Uh, we talk a lot about weird musicians. Uh, one mainly is Garth Brooks. The other is Mick Jagger. The difference is Mick Jagger doesn't post creepy, weird shit to social media, but, uh, Garth Brooks does. And also Garth Brooks, uh, did you kill my father? If so, give us an alibi of where you were between April 15th, uh, 1958 to April 14th, 2022. Just give us an alibi, Garth. You're a suspect, but if you have your alibi, we'll let you off. I'm just telling you, uh, we all miss my dad. So we just need we just need the alibi, Garth. We just need your alibi. Anyways, though, with Mick Swagger. They really name a character Mick Swagger? Like, what kind of society are we living in? There's naming characters Mick Swagger. We kick them to the curb unless they look like Mick Swagger. I'm giving them a pass on his name alone. I don't want to fucking have sex with someone whose last name is Swagger. Let's just be real here. I don't want to fucking bang someone whose last name is Swagger. I don't care if she looks like... Okay, she looked like Brie Larson. That's the exception. Brie Larson or, like, Madeline Petch. I don't even like Riverdale. I think she's hot. Um, so we're going with pass on Mick Swagger. A lot of people pass on him, too. Okay. All right, next up we got Mrs. Puff from SpongeBob. Okay. I think we've gone to our first complicated one. Because, you know, uh, let's look at the episode where Mr. Krabs was trying to fuck Mrs. Puff. Like, we don't know they were trying to fuck. Like, I know it's a kid's show. They didn't, we're talking about sex. I mean, we're not talking about this or this. We're talking about this. I, I can't remember what shape it was. Uh, uh, but anyways, though we, we we remember the we remember SpongeBob. We remember the episode. Uh, Mr. Krabs like SpongeBob take a hold of my wallet, and then Mr. Krabs guilted uh, Mr. Krabs guilted SpongeBob into buying her things, and then got mad he bought her this shit. Uh, you know, like is her pussy that good? You know, Drake said, "Is this sack so good? I shouldn't have to fuck for free." Is that Mrs. Puff? Is that Mrs. Puff's? Does she have the magic pussy? I know some girls do. Like you know, you kind of can guess the girls who have the magic pussy. But uh, 
But uh, does Mrs. Puff have that? It's hard for me because I'm not attracted to cartoons. I just I I tried when I was a kid. I couldn't get into it. I mean, like, there's the ones you do. Like, you know, there's the ones you like. When you're a kid, you're like, oh, I think this is what I'm attracted to. That's why I'm attracted. That's why I like redheads, Kim Possible. But uh, especially with animals, I couldn't get into that shit. Uh, everyone's like, Lola Rabbit was my was my sexual awakening. I'm like, mine was Kim Possible. I'm more normal than most. I think I'm. I guess I'm more normal than most people think. But this is Puff here. You know, I'm I'm going with the magic. I'm saying she has the magic pussy. You know, uh, let's go. Let's hit smash. Nineteen percent of people want to smash Mrs. Puff. Only nineteen people. Come on, guys. It's just it's not like fucking marriage and like five kids. It's just fucking get in, get out, porking. You know. Okay, Ray from Rocket Bar. That uh, so Ray is one of the green hat, not Tito. Tito. Tito's the kind of guy. <laughs> Tito's the kind of guy who would who would be like, I'm having, he would figure out like what problems you have to say you have to be like, get a prostate exam. And he'd go to the doctor for that and be like, oh, I don't have a problem with my prostate. Well, thanks for sticking your finger in there. That's the kind of guy Tito is. So he'd obviously be a pass. But Ray from Rocket Power, he was like, you know, his like, no one in Rocket Power looked hot. Like that animation style, like they did not make anyone look hot. Like, even as a kid, I was like, is Reggie hot? And you're like, mm, no, not really. Like, she's just, an, I mean, I mean, if they would have drawn her in a different animation style, probably she'd probably be awakening a lot of little kids, my generation. But no, uh, she looked weird like everyone else here. We're going with pass on uh, Ray. Uh, Tito is 100% a pass. They better not put Tito on this fucking list. Pass. Everyone's passing on this shit. That's weird. Oh, my God. Harold from SpongeBob, Jesus. Why, how, who, who, who BuzzFeed is making these lists? They're like, you know who we should have had? Fucking SpongeBob's old ass dad, like a dirty brown sponge. You're like, who, who wants to fuck this guy? Who, who's wanting to fuck this guy? No one's wanting to fuck this guy. Um, he's holding fish food in the photo for those of you listening at home. Uh, Harold from SpongeBob, aka SpongeBob's dad, is definitely in the past. Uh, do not be larger. 86%. Okay, I'm a normal human. Okay, here we go. Finally, finally, finally we get to some hot MILF action. Mrs. Turner, a.k.a. Mom from the Fairly Odd Parents. Like, we're smashing. Timmy's mom. Timmy had a hot fucking mom. Like, it's not... The moms from these shows, these animators knew what they were doing. Like, the new Pokemon games... The professors are hot now, both of them. Like, they have two professors, and they're both hot. Pokemon knows what they're doing. Animators know what they're doing. Like, don't make a goddamn TV show. Like, don't make a cartoon unless you're going to make the mom hot. That's the idea that we all want to know. Like, don't... Like, we all know don't don't make an animated show unless the mom's going to be hot. Uh, this is what the audience wants. Men and women want that. And the they-thems. We all, we all can agree... All shows should have the hot mom. That's just agreeable. Anyway, so obviously smash. Um, there we go. There we go. Someone's finally smashing here. Plankton from SpongeBob? What the fuck is this list? Um, like, it's pass. Like, the answer is pass. The answer is pass. Like, what are they going to 
crawl around a girl's clit. It's pass. He's evil, too. His ro- wife is a robot. Cosmo Wanda from the Fairly Opposite. Okay, so now we're getting into thruple poly shit. Okay, BuzzFeed. God damn. Though, I could always use two more friends. So, uh, um, I mean, I mean, Wanda is, I mean, I'd smash Wanda. Probably not Cosmo. No, maybe. All right, we're going to smash. 52% smash. Okay. Okay. I see. I see what you're doing there. I see what you're doing, people out there. Bubble Bass from Spongebob, the guy who had pickles under his tongue. No, we're not going to fuck him. God damn. Dude, his body looks greasy. Like, that was like what neckbeards were before neckbeards were invented. That was like before Magic the Gathering existed. Like, this this guy just exists. That was like Star Trek before that, and they always have these debates on Star Trek. And like, no one gives a shit. No, that's a pass. Um, <laughs> God damn, no, no love for Bubble Bass. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, 94% have passed on Bubble Bass. Okay, uh, Britney Britney from the Fairly Odd Parents. Definitely a parody of Britney Spears. Let's be honest here. Britney Britney from the Fairly Odd Parents. We're all smashing that. This is going to be 100%. I'm telling you right here. Smash. 82, what, 18% are like, nah, I'm not into, not into Britney Britney. That, that's out. I'm out. Now, nah, her, her thighs are too, it's like those like really ugly guys are like, nah, I don't really like her. Her legs are too big. <laughs> like they come up with like bullshit like that. I'm like, what? You're not going to smash her because of that? I'm just like, and you're single and you're like 300 pounds? Uh, Patrick Starr from Spongebob. Okay, okay, I hate, I hate this. But I'm gonna hit, I'm gonna hit smash. Be like Patrick's up for some kinky shit. Only 20% of people want Patrick? Sandy Cheeks. See, Sandy has a lot of energy, which means you don't have to do a lot of work. So we're going with smash there too. Jimmy Neutron's mom, how many does Sandy have? 44% 44% smash, 56% pass. Okay, that's weird. Jimmy Neutron's... Jimmy Judy Neutron from Jimmy Neutron. Okay. As Carl Weezer once said, Jimmy's mom. I thought... Hi, Jimmy. Your mom home. Can I put my balls in your jaws? <laughs> this video they're called Carl Weezer sings balls in your jaws and he sings it to Jimmy's mom. Jimmy's mom's hot. We're, 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 we're going full Carl Weezer here. We're smashing... Only 45% want to smash. Are you serious? Uh, all right. Ember from Danny Phantom. Okay, we got the goth chicks here. Uh, we are clearly smashing the goth chicks. Uh, no debating that or mass debating that. Um, okay, what's the results? You're like, everyone wants to fucking smash the goth chick. Only 73% off the... Some, why are all the asexual people taking these quizzes? If you're asexual, you're not allowed to play Smash or Pass. That's just, that's the rule. Uh, that's my rule. You're asexual, you're not allowed to play Smash or Pass. Uh, finally, Nigel Thornberry. We got to the last one. Look. Nigel has that dorky attitude. He's a, he's a dork. Sometimes the dorks are the ones, are the real kings, fellas. 
the king, the boys, and boys is gender neutral, as we all discussed. Boys were smashing Nigel Thornburg. Remember that meme? That was a good meme. I miss that meme. Let's bring that meme back. And it was the reason why I'm in love with redheads, Nigel Thornberry. 100%. Anyways, though, yeah, we're smashing Nigel Thornberry. This, this is the only one that needs to be 100%. 85% of people are picking pass. I'm only 15 are saying smash. You're telling me right now you're not going to smash Nigel Thornberry. Anyways, though, we've learned a lot today on uh, Smasher Pass Nickelodeon uh, that uh, these BuzzFeed Smasher Pass quiz writers are out of their goddamn minds if they think I want to fuck Bubble Bass. Let's just be clear. Anything can be delivered to you these days. Beds, bananas, bricks, and even boxes of beans. But what about alcohol? Yes, even alcohol can be delivered to you thanks to today's sponsor, Drizzly. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know it's saying something when it is being praised as the Amazon for liquor. Drizzly is my go-to app for getting all the booze I need so I can do other things. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allow drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fee, so using our link in the description, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. All right, so it's time for Ask Shweezy, the part of the show where I get sent questions and y'all, and I answer them. Why did I say y'all? I answer the questions. You are just here for the ride. Um, anyways, though, um, I don't think I have anything else I want to say here. Let's just get right into it. Uh, let's just, let's just jump right into it. Um... Alright, let's get to our first question. Jesus Christ. Why do I always start these off with like the worst question I've ever seen in my entire fucking life? For real. I don't I don't know what's going I don't know what's wrong with me. First question we got. Do you finish watching a porn video after coming? This is a one man operation. Why did I decide to choose this? Um So ooh. Jesus Christ. Um, all right, I guess i got to be honest here. Uh, th- the answer is sometimes. It's, it's for new videos, at least. If I, some, I keep a, you know, you keep your bank of some videos that you really enjoy. You know, you got you know, you to you gotta find... There's some videos that just, like, get you better than other videos. You know, that's... It, you, you realize that's the way it is. Um... Um, yeah, dude, if, if I finish kind of, like, where I'm in, like, it's, like, the middle of it, you know, I, I kind of just go to the end, I want to see, you know, because where's the guy gonna come, that's always a good, that's, like, you know, that's a, that's a question for every porn, you know, where, where's he gonna come, because it's all unwrapped shit, so, like, you gotta be, like, where, where, oh, where will they come, and, uh, and, you know, because what are the options, the face, uh, she'll, the mouth where she'll swallow, 
her tits inside her or on her back. Now, you know, the back or the in the tits, you know, when come of those, it's like, I mean, that's becoming like a normal thing, right? Isn't that like what most normal people, I, I, sorry, I've only really been doing condom shit. So, uh, porn, porn's not like, I came and saw the condom. How fun. It's not how porn works. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for those of you who've never seen a porn before, uh, so, you know, it's there and, you know, you're always kind of wondering like, where, where's it going to happen? And so I am curious about that. Uh, one of my favorite tropes is when like, uh, the dude's finishing him off in her mouth and then he comes and like, Oh, I can't believe you came in my mouth. Um, and, and I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that's always a funny scenario to me. Um, inside her is always a weird one. Um, Cause it's like, I can't believe you came in. Cause like at that point, you know, like I can't, you came inside me. What the heck? And you know, sometimes like that, sometimes they're okay with it. And, uh, usually if they're okay with it, you know, either they're, they're on birth control that works for them or, uh, they're getting an extra $50 for the shoot, uh, to buy, <laughs> to buy plan B. Uh, those are the, the two situations on that. Um, uh, you know, and then sometimes, and so most of the endings are like, oh, we got to do this more often, stepson. Like, you know, those are most of them. Uh, but yeah, can't believe I answered that. But yeah, I guess the answer is, um, yeah, I, I like to see how the fin how everything finishes. That's a me thing though. Uh, but it's like, but I go to like the very end. Like, I, you know, because porn is set up in a structure where it's like, okay, there's an opening plot to get to the situation where you're at. And then the sex happens. And then the guy finishes. And that's where everything ends. And, you know, I just kind of want to see what happens after that. You know, because, like, you already ended the first part of the story. Um, like that. Except for all that porn. Like, except for that porn where it's, like, couples with no faces. Like, that's just fucking weird. I guess that's for, like, married couple. You're like, we're looking at porn, but, like, you're not attracted to her. <laughs> that has to be for married. Am I, am I right about that? Someone needs to tell me that because I've been single for a very long time. I guess I haven't been dating anyone, seriously. That, 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 that porn with, like, the no faces, that's for couples. Like, that has to be, right? Please leave a comment. Someone leave a comment. Uh, you can message me on Instagram, uh, at the Shweezy. DM me on Instagram. Uh, I, I'm, I'm really curious, like, for the couples who watch porn, like, what is the porn? Because the most porn I watch is, like, guy with who you don't know the face of and a chick who you do get to see her face. That's the one, that's the stuff I watch. Uh, normal stuff. Anyways, though, I hope that answer is conclusive enough for the, the everyone here, because I want to move on. Why do I cry while masturbating? God fucking damn it. What do I think of when I prepare these fucking episodes? It's been happening for a few months now, but I always cry when I masturbate. But the thing is, I don't feel any kind of emotion. I just noticed that I shed a few tears while masturbating without feeling emotional. Is this normal? First of all, so no, it's not normal. I'm just going to tell you it's not normal. That is not a normal thing. Uh, that should be happening to anyone. 
I'm just being honest with you. That is a not a normal thing that should be happening. When you jerk off, you shouldn't be crying. If, when you when orgasms are happening, no one should be crying. Like you know how uh, I think I've said this in the past. This may have been like older cancel schmoozy episodes, but I want to say when a woman cries, just there's no sex. No sex is gonna happen. You, and if you're gonna and if you're the kind of guy who still tries to pursue sex after a girl starts crying, you're a terrible person. Um, anyways, though, um, we don't got a gender here. Um, so I'm going to make an, I really, I'm going to make an educated guess that this is a woman, uh, or someone who ident a vagina having woman. Let's, let's be real. Um, cause ha- this has to be a vagina. Guys don't fucking cry when they jerk off. They're like, oh. I can finally fall asleep. Uh, this is usually, it has to be a woman with a vagina. Uh, I would say vagina havers, but that could, it could apply to all vagina havers. I've learned, I've learned to just not, I learned on this show, you know, I'm, I give relationship advice and life advice. Uh, none of it's good, but I, I've just learned, I'm just going to say penis havers and vagina havers. I feel like that's going to be, that's the easiest way to not, poorly gender someone just uh, you know that's the easy thing um what i think there is actually is because there's less of the science behind it because i know i don't think this works for guys but for women i, th- I i'm assuming i'm assuming you're a vagina haver uh i'm going to assume you're a woman too um but vagina haver to be safe uh for women i think orgasm i think you know they say i know for men that if you have like a stuffy nose that you should jerk off uh, because somehow, like, when when you finish, uh, like, there's, like, endorphins and shit like that, and chemicals and blood goes to different places, yada, 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 and it helps, like, clear your sinuses. Um, I heard for women that if you have a pretty bad headache, that, like, masturbating and orgasming, like, will help with a headache. So it is, it is really funny for, like, my friends who are women. I'm, they're like, I have a really bad headache. I'm like, you should masturbate. Cause I, I'm just like, you should masturbate. Because <laughs> I'm like, I mean, like, if you have a headache and, like, Tylenol is not working, you know, like, masturbating's, you know, just see what happens, you know? Like, women are so much, like, so more stingy to, like, uh, like flicking the bean. And if, men, if, like, a man has a bad headache and someone's like, I heard, you know, I heard jerking off could fix it. And the guy's like, well, I'm, I'll, I'll try anything. Like, the guy will just, like, automatically try. I'm like, all right, I'll try it. Well, the woman would be like, no. Like, because, like, women are told, like, masturbation's gross. And girls who masturbate are cool. Because it's nice to, like, just know, have a woman who knows what she wants. And that way you can, like, you can, like, just, like, she'll know what you want. And then, like, you can just figure that shit out from there. Um, anyways, though, so, yeah, um, well, like I was saying, you know, like, when you have, like, endorphins and blood going to certain places, uh, and stuff like that, uh, I think it's just probably water work coming out of your eyes or something like that, not, like, an emotional thing. Um, the way you, the, the way you pose the question would make everyone think that way. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, you don't have to, uh, it's like, I, I'm gonna assume it's similar to me like drinking like coffee or wine or beer or something like that. Like I drink it and I make a face as if I really don't like it. I'm like, 
like that if you're watching. Uh, but like, they're like, did you not like that? I'm like, no, I liked it. I just make that face. Like when I drink things that like, I like bittersweet, sour things, you know? And I just, and I'm like, I'm just automatically going to make that face. So I'm like, just not gonna like argue it. I'm just, I just let it happen and be like, no, I liked it. It just happens. So like, uh, it is what that's the way it is. So, all right. Next question. Pretty much, I found out my mom has an OnlyFans. What do I do? Whew, that's rough, buddy. I wish I had the soundboard working. There's some technical difficulties I have to figure out with the soundboard. Um, your mom has an OnlyFans. Uh, and I'm assuming you're old enough that you at least have a device where you can message me on. So, here, so here's a... It, it's a weird thing. And it's weird. Like, I... like. Being now, like, you know, social media, I'm just, like, curious of what, like, how do porn stars live, you know? And you can just follow their social media and just see how they live. And you see how they live, and it's, like, they, they're, you know, they're on social media, and you learn, like, some porn stars have kids. And it's a weird thing, because I'd assume that a mother would stop doing porn when they have kids, but that's not necessarily the case. And and, and the thing is, if I don't know how it would be for a, a woman slash vagina haver, uh, but for a man that, like, if you're a boy, and, like, once, you, you know, you, you become, you get to, or, sorry, penis havers, and you get to jerking off age, and uh, your friends are also at jerking off age, and, you know, they're looking at porn. And they find porn of your mom. You can't live that fucking shit down. And it's awful. And, like, and, you know, and then I'm at the confusing circumstance of, you know, you have to be at the confusing circumstance of, like, trying to be, uh, like, you know, trying to be this woke person, you know? And like, sex work is real work. But also, it's like, I don't want videos of my mom getting plowed out on the internet. You know, like, your friends can watch that shit. It's like, hey man, jerked off to your mom last night. It, it's that, it's the, it's the yin-yang of that situation, where it's like, your mom's making a good living. You know, like, when it's like a stripper, it's like, like, your friends can't go into a strip club. It's gonna be very hard. Like, when you're 13, like, your friends aren't getting into a strip club, unless they have a beard at 13, which they probably won't. In like, but like with OnlyFans, like that you're, if they have like any sort of debit card, like any kind of form of that, they can get on OnlyFans, and like you follow someone on Instagram, like their photos are basically everyone wants to be a porn actress without doing the work. Like just, you're a model. Shut the fuck up. Anyways, I don't know what your mom actually does on OnlyFans. What do you do? Um. Like, that's just the weird thing, because for me, if I was going to date someone who's a stripper or a porn star, it, you know, uh, you can't just be like, hey, I want you to quit your career for me because it makes me uncomfortable. I'm like, you can't do that. Like, if a woman came in to me is like, I want you to stop podcasting and I want you to stop being a songwriter, I'd be like, fuck you. No, you can't. You can't do that shit. Like, I don't. What situation should I, would I suggest? Um... You know, I always want to go with, like, a good answer and a bad answer that would work. But I think I'm going to have to go... You're going to have to go with bad answers. Um, 
Your mom has an What would I do if my mom had an OnlyFans? That's what we put there. there. My Christian mother, who doesn't, who I try to help, but doesn't listen, who does literally the opposite of what I say. What would I do? Um, I would, um, maybe fat shamer? Maybe that would work? Do you think fat shaming would work? I think that may work. Maybe, I, I'd say we gotta do what Gen Z's taught us. You gotta bully people. I think you you need to bully your mom to get off OnlyFans. Like, I don't, I don't think there's another suggestion that would help. Obviously, I don't think your mom's probably that hot to begin with. You know, you, you, there's some cows on OnlyFans. Let's let's be honest. And I'm saying that as like someone who, on a good day, identifies as seven out of ten. Uh, so, like, I'm not trying to like body shame your mom or anything, but you know, the goal is to get her off OnlyFans. I'm not saying your mom's ugly. I'm just saying, but also, you should give me your mom's number. Uh, I'm just saying, we you need to bully her off OnlyFans. That's the only way it's going to work. Maybe do it anonymously. That's probably going to be your best solution. Maybe anonymously uh, cyberbully your mom on OnlyFans. That's all I would say. Our fourth question. What are your thoughts on alpha males? Okay, so... Um... Wasn't there an actual study that, like, you know, like the alpha wolf or whatever is not, like, an actual thing? So, uh, I guess the idea of being, like, an alpha male, uh, this idea behind it is the is someone who thinks they're the leader of the wolf pack. But let's be honest, though. Any guy who says they're an alpha is not an alpha. Let's just say, I think... If, if we're going to pretend that the idea of being an alpha is a real thing, uh, we're, we're going by the fact of, uh, I, I, I choose it, what was it? Um, I would think of it, of, if we're going by the textual definition of it, I would say it would be something similar to Harry Potter, where, uh, you know, Harry never chose to be a leader. It was kind of thrust upon him, and he did it because he had to. Uh, that's what a real alpha is. Anyways, though, what are my actual thoughts on alpha males? Like, they don't exist. And uh, guys who identify as alpha males um, are not comfortable with their dick size. That's that's a fact. No guy uh, who is comfortable with the size of their penis claims to be an alpha male. That is 100%. And uh, I don't. I can't imagine I'm wrong. There, like, you know, you see really ripped, and this is one thing, you know, like, you see guys with, like, really ugly faces, and, uh, they're super ripped, because they're overcompensating, uh, for their ugly fucking face, um, I was blessed with a beautiful face, and a gorgeous smile, uh, but I am a little fat right now, so don't fat shame me in the comments, uh, anyone who fat shames me, um, has that curse from the movie Holes. Uh, they have that curse, so you can't, you can't fat shame me. Uh, it's against the law. Uh, I I put a spell on you, and now you're gone. Um, but no, uh, and there's like sigmas, betas. Like, I mean, I get the, I mean, betas, someone who's like, I identify as a beta male. I'm like, all right, I believe you. <laughs> like, that shit I'll believe all day, every day. But as a common alpha, I'm like, you have a tiny penis. I'm like, <sighs> I mean, it's weird. Porn has made me like, like most, like if you just look at like porn penises and you're like, oh, okay. Uh, I have a tiny penis compared to that. 
everyone does. Uh, but if you like learn like average penis is like five to six inches, you're like, I'm fine. Most people are fine. It's just these guys with fucking hogs like destroying girls' your uteruses. I. I'm gonna be honest, I don't know much about the anatomy of a woman. I know my own anatomy, and that's about... I can, like, tell you my own anatomy. I'm like, is it... <laughs> about said colon. Anyways, though, yeah, so, uh, if you think you're an alpha male, uh, you're a fucking beta. Um, do some guys date girls they are not attracted to? Okay. Um, here, here's the thing with some guys, and by some guys, I mean me at one time in life, uh... So, you know, it, it is weird. I think women do this too, and other vagina and penis havers, all of you p- vagina and penis havers out there. So, like, we have, like, we all have kind of like one person we like fall back to, you know, like in life. They're like, oh, I'm feeling kind of lonely. I'm gonna get back together with this person for a while. If you watch Friends, it's a uh, Janice. Chandler? Is that what she said on that show? I haven't watched that show in a while, and I don't think I need to. Um, well, yeah, we have that one person we always, like, get back together with, even though, like, we 100% know we're not compatible with. We all have it. It's not okay, but, you know, we all gotta work through shit. Like, that's life. We all gotta work through shit. Um, and so, and, uh, a lot of times that girl, like, we're not necessarily attractive. You've watched the show You, uh, the season one, Beck uh, and Benji. I feel like Benji always went back to Beck uh, for that very reason. Like, I'm not saying he wasn't necessarily attracted to her, but he wasn't full ride or die. Like, two EPs I have out now, Spotify, Apple Music, Title Deezer, or wherever you stream your music at, uh, is over there for you to go ahead and... Uh, Go ahead and download. Um, so yeah, so I feel like, you know, no, yeah, it's a similar situation to that. You know, I think sometimes guys are just fucking horny. And uh, there's always that one girl who's like, I'm not really attracted to you, but uh, I'm kind of horny. So like you will do for now type of situation. I'm not saying any of this is right. I don't want to be, I'm not a saint people we all know i don't look a thing like jesus but i do talk like a gentleman like you imagined when you were young you know you know situations like that but you know yeah uh, yeah so yes guys will date girls you're not attracted to um for the most part what i will say is we don't end up usually marrying the girl we're not attracted to usually we're either lonely horny or a little mix of both you know what? We need a good word for, like, lonely and horny. Lorny? Uh, hornly. Hornly! Hornly! Hornly is a good word. I think hornly is the best one. Hornly. When you're horny and lonely all at the same time. So you lower your standards. Um, but anyways, I, I do want to say, though, if you're, if the person writing this, I assume is a woman slash vagina haver, uh... Wondering if guys date... Well, yeah, I assume you're in the cis, in the cis spectrum. Uh, do guys date girls that aren't attracted to? You know, we do. Mainly because of horniness. But I, I would say just hold out for someone who is actually attracted to you. 
he's out there. Uh, just remember, you're a fetish to someone, ladies. Vagina havers. You're a fetish to someone. And I want to leave you with that heart-stopping fact about that. Do fat people struggle to have sex? Ugh. I don't know how to word this and not sound rude. Reality, I am just curious. I am fairly middle-sized as well as my partner. And even though we don't exercise much, we do some. And more often than not, it comes to a point in sex where we have to change whatever we are doing and leave it to the other person because we are tired AF and just can't keep going. Now, every time I see a couple of two obese people who, from just watching them, you can see they get tired easily, I wonder how the fuck they do it. Because sometimes I be getting tired from two minutes on top. I really am not trying to be offensive or rude. I know it's not my business, and I would never ask it. Okay, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you gotta think, you gotta think of it here. Like, so there's a Reddit thread, you know, of like, a fat couple who had to use like a pole and had to have people with them to help them have sex. So yeah, it is possible f for fat people to have sex. Um, um, I know sometimes I watch an episode of my 600 pound life where like a guy was so fat, like him and his wife were like, I knew when I started dating him, there'd be nothing sexual, but I loved him and I also have a kid and I guess the disability checks gets her. <laughs> okay. Like we, <laughs> we all fucking know what's going on. Um, but yeah, so yeah, no, they would have struggled to have sex uh, as, a, you know, as someone who was used to be more obese than I currently am. Um, what I can tell you is, you gotta think, I think of sex similar, similar-ish to cardio. Like, it's different than masturbating, but it's a lot different. Uh, it's similar to a lot of cardio, you know, and I'm like, if anything, you need to, if you're gonna work out, you gotta do cardio to last, to just keep up during sex. Um, you know, unless you just come really fast, then you gotta, gotta jerk off a couple hours before. Um, so yeah, so you gotta think though, when you're, when you're fat, like doing cardio, there's, there's a thing with cardio, like in, you know, I only really know this because of music and the idea of, uh, music, there was like the thousand, like the 600 pound teen or something like that. And he was worried, he was like a really good singer and he was worried that if he got, he lost weight and got gastric bypass surgery, that like he was gonna lose his ability to sing which as someone who's studied vocal music i could say uh the voice will probably change but it's not gonna like lose you're not gonna lose your ability to sing unless like there's a complication and somehow your vocal cords and your lungs your epiglottal and all that shit like somehow gets messed up which is like not anything that even close to like a complication that could happen uh, with like a gastric bypass surgery or like a sleeve surgery or whatever. So um, like, yeah, you're, you're going to, your singing's going to change. But the thing is when you breathe and everything, like your breathing, you know, requires your whole body or a majority of your body. And so with less weight, it's going to be a little bit easier for you to sing. Uh, let's think about that in the way of how sex works and, uh, as you think, uh, once you lose a ton of weight, sex can be a lot easier because you used to have to work out with like hundreds of pounds attached to you, but now that all that, the, like the hundred some pounds are gone, it'd be a lot easier for you to, uh, do that. Um, fat people find the way, fat people will find a way, uh, they pull poles, they have friends help them, they find a way, if horny people figure that shit out. When you want to, when you need to come, you come. 
but you can get so fat that you can't do anything. And uh, that's when you start fat shaming people, folks. Uh, that's when you fat shame your friends. When your friends are so fat they can't come. Uh, they're like, I don't need to come anymore. I'll just keep eating Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh, that's when you start fat shaming your friends. All right. So we're on to our last question. Is it okay to shower a guy friend with affection, like hugs and kisses, on the head? I often treat my female friends like my own children or small sisters, etc. I kiss their head and give them hugs and just treat them with affection. Is it okay to do that to a male friend or am I putting out the wrong impression and make him uncomfortable? Okay. So, here's the thing. Like, I guess the the biology of the male and female brains uh, or the penis havers, the vagina havers of the cis variety... So, in in the way, um, depending on the relationship, that's that's gonna be a big thing. The relationship can uh, make or break this situation entirely. But you know, if I'm a male friend, and you know, you, you I have like women friends who I'm like, yeah, you're just you're just a friend, and there's some are like, are we trying to fuck? And if there's any uh, area that that area where it's like. Maybe? Are we going to fuck? Maybe? Is that a possibility? Um, I would say that would make him uncomfortable. Because at that point, when you, like, hug him and kiss him and stuff like that, they're going to, like, get turned on. They're going to be wondering, like, are you wanting to fuck? Are you wanting to fuck, my friend? Because I am DTF. I am down to fuck. So, like, you have to think about it that way with guys, you know, um, and stuff like that. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily wrong what you're doing. I just feel like as a guy, especially if you have like a guy friend who's like been very lonely for a very long time, he's going to have a lot of problems. Like you do that to him and he's like, I think I'm in love with you and stuff like that. And that's a bad time because that's not like the vibe you're trying to get off. And I get it. Like women don't think that way. And uh, it's funny. It was like, and it's like women are like, what turns my man on? I'm like, watch any porn. Like that's what turn men. That's what like turns men on is porn, and so if, like, you just recreate that scenario, and he's gonna be, like, full throttle in regards to, like, whatever the hell you're wanting to do, uh, so, you know, like, and, like, you want to show him affection and show love and everything, it, it, it's just gonna be hard, because, uh, the guy could get horny from that, and it's, it's a bad thing, it's, like, it's funny, because girls are like, I just want a guy who wants to, like, cuddle, but, like, doesn't want to fuck, I'm like, look, you put your ass right next to a dude's dick, like, his, his dick's gonna get hard, and when a guy's dick gets hard, the only solution, he has to come. So, you know, like, don't be turning guys on if you don't want to help him come. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in, like, uh, just because a guy has boner and he's gonna get blue balls doesn't obligate a woman to, like, have to, like, have sex with him or give him blowy. But, like, at the same time, like, women don't try to give him hardy, hard on, you know? Don't give him a hard on. Like, try not. So... Yeah, uh, you you kind of have to, you're going to have to take every guy, guy to guy, but you also have to realize that uh, guys don't get, like, affection like that ever, and so when he does get that, like, female attention, uh, he's going to get really turned on because he's like, oh, I feel so good with this. Like, guys don't think that way, and uh, that's why men don't get complimented because when if a woman complimented a guy, he'd be like, I'm going to fuck tonight. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah. Anyways, though, 
that's how we're ending today's episode of Cancer Sweezy. Thank you so much for checking out this episode, our literal best episode of Cancer Sweezy we have ever made. So thank you so much for being a part of that. Uh, just so you know, uh, this is the Lord's favorite podcast. The Lord's trademark favorite podcast. Thank you so much for checking out the show today. Follow me on social media at the Shweezy. Check out my music as uh, Shweezy. Uh, go check me out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the Shweezy. If you have Amazon Prime, connect that through your Twitch account so that I can get a sub. Financially support me without spending any extra money that you aren't already spending. Uh, go check out the Patreon page where you can financially support the show. And remember to, on YouTube, to subscribe, share our highlights, leave a comment, Give us a like to the videos you like, and if you are on the audio-only platforms, make sure you leave a review and give us a 5, 4, 3, 2, or 1 star rating. So, we're going to end the episode correctly. Honk if you love butt drugs, and, uh, yeah, stay awesome. Believe it or not, Schweg is in at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out, or I'd pick up the phone Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home Hey, you just finished a full episode of Cancel Sweezy. Thank you so much. Wherever you are listening or watching this show, make sure you smash that subscribe button that we can get notified anytime we release new episodes. And uh, like I said before, honk if you love butt drugs, and uh, stay awesome.